Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Big Picture Podcast. Uh, before I tell you what's going on, I'm just going to say that hello, I'm Adam. I'm your uh, host, inverted commas, we don't have a host in these. And I just want to quickly do some housekeeping. You can find us on all socials at underscore the big picture. Let me just introduce who's joining me today. I've got Jack. Jack, how are you? Hi, very well. Looking, looking forward to this. Something, you know, a wee bit, a wee bit different. It keeps us, keeps us current, keeps us relevant. Not that we aren't already relevant, of course, but uh, it's, it'll be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to what's, what's to be had here. Nice, nice. And also joined by Stuart. Stuart, how are you? I'm uh, here against my will for all uh, the listeners. I've got a bomb in my neck. You know, I don't want to be here, but I have to be here. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, you Stuart, you know, <laughs> Stuart really gave it away there. But we will be reacting to the Suicide Squad 2 trailers slash trailer since, I don't know, it was, I mean, they're both pretty much, they're very similar. We'll just be giving a kind of general reaction to them. You're wondering where our other two regular panel members are. Uh, the answer is in their house, probably. Um, but they are busy and they have elected not to join us, which is fine. And it's just the boys today. So I'm just going to take it away. Jack, what was your first reaction to seeing the Suicide God 2 trailer? Uh, I liked it. I think obviously the first one that came out was the the Red Band trailer. I really like how that whole, like that whole started. It kind of very, very much set the scene for how the trailer was going to go. Obviously in the trailer they were going to rescue Harley Quinn from wherever she was but then she was already like out of the building of where they were at. Like, we just did all this to come get you and she was like oh well, do you want me to come back go back in you can do the rescue mission then that kind of that kind of like a, a good like, like comedy bit like that for me helped just like set the scene and made the rest of the trailer enjoyable I thought it was really good like it all kept this, the, the tone kept the same the whole way through everything that happened with it. I don't know it was just a, I don't know I don't know if it's because it's obviously it's James Gunn is directing it I feel more excited because of what he's on the Guardians of the Galaxy, but there was something about this that it made me feel a different sort of excitement to what I had in the very first Suicide Squad trailer with like Jared Leto and Will Smith. Ah, fair enough. Do, before I go on to Stuart's reaction, do you maybe feel like there was Guardians of the Galaxy vibes with this? I think there was. I think that definitely with the, the music mm-hmm. that was, yeah. uh, was playing, it was that kind of that old timey kind of what what you would have seen Star Lord listening to and his ship and whatnot and that that James Gunn's able to use music like that very effectively to like keep an audience like entertained. Not that the film would be entertaining anyway, but his use of music is like unparalleled, I think, in yeah. movies like this. Yeah, I think him and Edgar Wright are sort of on a, a whole world of their own for using music for effectively in films. But uh, Stuart, what was your kind of first reaction just immediately from seeing the trailer? Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. I um, I did like what I saw the trailer. I, the humour, though, sometimes it felt... A, not that I didn't like it, it just felt a bit off. You know, um, sometimes it felt a bit too... I don't know, not childish, like, I don't know, random. I, I hope that James Gunn has saved the best films, uh, the best uh, jokes for the film. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I do like, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, we've been burned too many times from uh, the DCEU to go all in on their films, especially with Suicide yeah, Squad absolutely. and their trailers. But I, I, I like what I've seen. And hopefully, you know, the film has more to give. So, yeah, cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I like that. It's uh, do you think it will have a scene that matches the the sheer level of humour 
and laughs as uh, that, that were a cue for you is when Captain Boomerang um, leaves <laughs> the squad so suddenly. <laughs> Do you know what? I would gladly sat now. That's a top tier DCEU moment purely because I wasn't expecting it, and the film was so shit. I would gladly accept a film that is good across the board and doesn't have a laugh out moment for that because I'm just enjoying it too much. But it's nice to see that uh, somebody's actually got a mask that's not just a PVC Halloween <laughs> costume, you know, Idris Elba looks great as Bloodsport and his helmet actually looks like, you know, it's a helmet and it looks like it could actually do its job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's a good point. I, for my like, kind of first reaction, I have to say, I was impressed. I think it's been a while since I've watched, I don't really watch a lot of movie trailers. If it's something I actually want to see, I tend to avoid a trailer. Um, I don't know if you guys are the same, but I find that I don't like to have too many scenes spoil for me if I'm really looking forward to it. So I, I, uh, so I tend to just avoid trailers, but this is probably the first trailer I've seen in a while. I have to say it has made me a bit more excited, about, especially a DCEU uh, trailer. I tend to watch them because I don't really plan on seeing most of the films. <laughs> uh, so you know i watched the trailers but i you know i watched it i have to say um i was like yeah like and i, I kind of i know what you're saying Stuart. i kind of i get both sides here that, that it was funny but also like it did come off a wee bit like you know and uh, like jokes for the sake of it but overall it's, i kind of wish we got to hear uh peter capaldi as the thinker i'm hoping there's another trailer i just i, I love peter capaldi so i'm looking forward to hearing what he's got Hearing how he delivers his lines, how he plays the character, um, but Jack, who, what kind of uh, performance are you most looking forward to in the film of the of the the great cast it has? I have to say, it's very impressive. Is there anyone you're particularly looking forward to seeing? Yeah, this this might come as no shock, obviously being a wrestling fan, but probably probably John Cena, not not because of the wrestling side of things. Obviously, he's, he's been in like many a film before, and obviously. He's done like twelve rounds, which is a WWE like kind of action film, and he's done like other kind of like, comedy stuff to that. But mm-hmm. this, obviously, he's going to be in Fast and Furious Ten. But this is arguably, and the Suicide Squad is probably going to be his biggest movie role to date. Mm-hmm. Of like in such like, a kind of forefront position of how the DCU could go in a certain direction from this movie, how John Cena could play a part in it, and what. I'm interested to see what James Gunn saw in John Cena to play this role as Pacemaker. So I don't know. It'll be, I'm, that's probably what I'm more interested in the most because he's a bit of a, not as an unknown entity, but this is kind of his, his big, big break in the movie yeah. world, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Stuart, uh, do you have any big performances you're looking forward to, you're hoping for? Yeah, definitely um, John Cena. I think um, obviously there's uh, this new peacemaker show that uh, james gunn's making as well like i feel like he wouldn't make that show if uh, he wasn't impressed by what he'd seen with uh, john cena um like you said with peter capaldi as well one of my favorite actors um we haven't seen much of him and i hope that's because he's got a bigger role and not because he's gonna like die he's in the film. exactly that's the thing <laughs> about this trailer like you there's, there's characters that you like, are they, are they protecting them for plot reasons or because, you know, they are going to bite it quite early on. So um, I'm ha- I'm excited for those. Also, I think, um, and I'm going to butcher this guy's name, but uh, the guy who's playing Polka Dot Man, uh, David Dasmalchian, I think his name is, I think he's going to be 
a, a dark horse. I think he's going to be one that surprised everybody. Out of the jokes of the trailer, in both trailers, his were the ones that I probably liked the most. Uh, when I just said, I was like, we're all going to die. And the guy's like, yep, I hope so. That's uh, <laughs> big lockdown vibes for me. So I'm like, this guy, I like him. But, uh, I think we've got a stellar cast here. I think I don't think there's going to be many, many people that Dave, uh, James Gunn's not going to get the most out of. Yeah, I think it is a really good cast. I just, not I want to elaborate on the point too much, but there's also uh, Sly Stallone as King Shark. Of course. Of course. Uh, we've all got... Taika Waititi in a role as yet unannounced. We don't know who he's playing. I'm looking forward to seeing, hopefully again, he's not playing a, a minor character, but you know, it, it, I think at this point, the fact we've not seen anything in the trailer suggests he probably is, but you know, Taika Waititi, great in pretty much everything he does, and he directs as well. I'm going to put money on this. I would gladly bet five British pounds that Taika Waititi is playing the voice of Starro. I think that is exactly mm-hmm. the type of character that, if you if you had the lineup, James Gunn's like right. I've got I, I've got Taika Waititi. Who will he play? I, I I would bet you he would just startle just for him. And maybe I'm setting myself up to fail here, but I cannot wait to be, you know, hopefully hopefully vaccinated and sitting in the cinema watching this. And then Starro rocks up in the scene, and it is Korg. I, I, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Would you be happy with that better Korg, Korg Starro, Jack? Um, I mean, obviously, any any Korg is a good is a good thing in my book, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing something a little bit different. I guess I think as, as we don't we don't know what's happening, so ah, it's just it's something it's something I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, when the cast got announced, like there was so much praise, especially with what you just mentioned, like with Peter Capaldi's a thinker. I mean, when we were speaking about it on the chat, there was quite, I think you two and Lewis were maybe quite happy that like Lewis Capaldi is, was, is like a near on perfect casting for a thinker. Lewis like Capaldi. A, <laughs> Lewis Capaldi. Lewis <laughs> Capaldi. I was just, I'm getting, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Peter Capaldi. There you go. You, you, you thought he was like a pretty like near on perfect casting for that when when you yeah. saw that getting getting announced. So I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, we didn't see much from what was happening there. I think there was a lot of action as well in the trailer. But what was what was interesting was they both kind of ended on the same note. But that's mm-hmm. this big thing like shooting out the ground or whatever it was, and they were all like kind of flabbergasted by that. So I like that they've not kind of teased too much for like the plot of the story. Obviously, we know it's like kind of. Oh yeah, you get ten years off your sentence, blah blah. But we don't actually know the the what they're going up against or whatnot. So I'm liking that there's that kind of mystery. Yeah, I, I like as well. There seems to be almost like the Black Ops theme, which is as we discussed in the Suicide Squad episode. That is what Suicide Squad is meant to be. It's it's a it's for these Black Ops suicide missions that they don't want anyone knowing about. And it did seem to have that kind of theme of oh, this is something you know undercover and then it and then it spills out into something bigger rather than um in the the <laughs> the previous film where it was just yeah you know you're going to stop a member of the team uh who's <laughs> gone rogue and basically it's already this huge world size scale you know the world's at stake rather than this good it seems a bit more like it's what we're used to it was it's what I've, what we've seen in the comics as well uh Stuart are you sad that we're there's going to be no dead shot in this film not really. Um, Deadshot was never. Uh, Jack's gonna. He's gonna completely slate me for what I'm about to say, but 
you know, as good an actor Will Smith is, like he is just so generic in this uh, in this film. And I don't know whether that's the material he was given. You know, maybe just obviously there's a lot of stuff that went wrong with the original Suicide Squad film, and he just didn't want to give it that extra. But I feel like if James, if like this was the first Suicide Squad and James uh, Gunn was working on it with Will Smith in the beginning, I think you'd have a a very different. Will Smith role because Will Smith can do Will Smith action and Will Smith comedy, and I think he excels at those. But I think James Gunn would be able to give him kind of bring out the best. Will Smith Independence Day, I think, is what we might have got. Yeah, from uh, James Gunn. I'm I'm not really I'm not upset that he's got. I'm glad that they've not recast him because yeah. it gives him a, it gives him a chance to come back. But I'm very excited to see Idris Elba. I, I think I like Idris Elba more as an actor than Will Smith. And I'm just happy. He just looks, even though he's probably playing the same kind of character, I think James Gunn will be able to bring out more. Nice, nice. Uh, just kind of for some, some closing thoughts here. Um, do it, is there a slight worry that if this is successful and it has the much lighter tone, it's going to have the same effect as, well, the success of the Avengers did on the rest, of, on what happened in the DCU, and that they might think that everyone wants a lighter tone, and then it might um, change uh, the kind of path of the DCU again for the, for the fifth or sixth time at this point. Um, I, don't, I don't know. See, it looks... It's got a weird tone, and, and I don't mean in a bad way. Uh, I, I love the aesthetic of this film. It's it looks fun and cheesy, but it looks dark as well. And I think that's really just James Gunn's style, because mm-hmm. you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, it's not a hundred percent like what they've done with uh, the MCU as a whole. And the Guardians kind of humour is very different to like the the usual Avengers humor, but I'd, Warner Brothers is so reactionary that I wouldn't put it past them saying we want more of this. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Same that, James got on. Whole, yeah, that's a whole, mess. <laughs> a whole mess. It's a whole other podcast episode on you know what the, what the state of the DCU is. As long as it's better than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'll just throw it to Jack. Do you have any closing thoughts at all on what you're looking forward to in the film or anything of that sort? I think I would say my, my closing thoughts is probably just James Gunn in general, obviously. This is something to do with DCU and he obviously he's well well known probably the Guardians of Galaxy movies and the kind of influence that he was able to have on the kind of Avengers Infinity War and Endgame as well. And obviously he took this when he got fired from Disney and then he came back and he's still able to do this before Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out. It'll be interesting if the success of this means that he'll be doing more DCEU movies or maybe his like focus will shift more towards that or if it will he'll weave it and that's that done. I don't I'm I'm just I'm interested in how well this movie will actually perform to see what James Gunn's next move will be. Yeah, I guess I, I'd agree with that as well, Jack. I think it's interesting to see if it raises James Stock uh, James Stock, James Gunn's stock even higher. Um and he becomes a hot property because I think as much as we enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy and hopefully we'll enjoy this, I'd like to see him even doing other stuff and being picked up in other um, big companies. You know, maybe he's the guy who could resurrect Transformers. <laughs> what a shout! What absolute shout! By the way, I'd never thought of that. He would be well suited for that. Thank you, thank you. 
I like that. Um, just before we properly go, I, w- I want to ask everybody this. What is the over-under on the squads dying, like who's surviving? I reckon about 80% of the squad completely wipes the dust on this. Uh, my bets are on Harley Quinn, King Shark and Ratcatcher surviving and nobody else. What does everybody <laughs> else think? Um, I would say, yeah, Harley, they're definitely kill off Rick Flag. Um, I think, uh, no, I think Bloodsport could survive as well. I think that they could see Idris Elba as being someone who could be a part of a next film. And then you could see more from him. Uh, and then I do think the rest, maybe Captain Boomerang as well, and that kind of call the way that, you know, he survives and you don't know how, but he's just done it. He's still alive. He's still going. <laughs> um, I, I would I would say that, I, I don't know. I imagine a fair shot will probably die, but I would like to see Peacemaker survive. Well, is, that just, um, is, the, is the TV series being announced? Is that a prequel? It's a prequel, yeah. I think they've confirmed it's a prequel, yeah. I'd like them to survive because I'd be, I'd be good if I was able to continue and be a thing that John Cena can keep a big starring role in a movie like this. But I can also understand that he's like that his whole character is like eh, he will do anything and like not stop at any limits to have peace, and that probably means killing himself in the process. So I don't know. It'll be interesting, but I do I do think a fair chunk probably will die compared to the last movie where we didn't really see. I mean, it was just a couple died, and that was just like one was trying to escape, and then that that other guy just died, didn't he? Yeah. Slipknot, the man that can climb anything. Yeah, and Diablo died, sacrificed himself for the team. But I think that's about all we've got time for. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks, Stuart. You're welcome. Thanks for hosting, Adam. Thanks, Jack. Right, cheers. Thank you. And it's uh, thank you for listening from me and goodbye.